Kyle coming at you live from my vehicle while I sit outside during doctor's appointments for the kids. <laughs> That's my exciting life. Um, I am using my blue Nessie uh, with a USB cable directly to my phone. So I kind of wanted to see what that sounds like and how that works. So uh, I do have the AC running, the car running. So uh, hopefully I can drown that out a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. If not, it ain't going to be perfect, but such is life. Okay, well, what an interesting week that's gone by, huh? Um, wow, man. I, it's interesting because I've been talking about the racism, you know, with uh, the jogger that was shot by the two dudes that took it upon themselves to chase him down and shoot him and kill him. And then we, lo and behold, we had uh, a gentleman that was kneeled upon and died from asphyxiation uh, by the cops uh, in Minneapolis. So, and since then, world's gone apeshit crazy, right? Wait a minute. Nope. It was already partially apeshit crazy to begin with. But uh, United States, man, I got to be honest, man, not looking good to the rest of the world at the moment. Uh, now, I know we'll get through this and all that stuff. I'll be surprised if uh, we are the world superpower much longer, though. And really, I don't care, but I'm just saying, man, uh, we're a mess at the moment. I hope we can get it figured out and get it fixed because it's pretty damn gross right now. And it's pretty damn ridiculous and embarrassing and... You know, it's definitely not the time to have the thuggish uh, forces of yours go and beat on everybody and tear gas them and kick them out of the way so that you can go have a photo op in front of a <laughs> an old church. But I won't bring any names into that. I think you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. I guess I could say that's what the, what's bugging me there. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but <clears throat> it was Ronald Reagan who aligned himself with the Christian right to, uh, in order to win, even though he probably would have won anyway, the 1980 election. And, uh, ever since then, we have been met with a succession of fools who trying to act Christian. And it's interesting to me because, you know, to be honest with you, it really shouldn't matter if someone's a Christian or not, if they want to run for president or be president, who gives a shit, right? But now we're to the point where the faking it is so bad and so ridiculous that it's losing voters for these people. So maybe it's time to quit, right? I mean, I remember when Obama took office, they made such a big deal out of whether or not he was Christian and all, uh, which he is, um, I guess. But um, they made such a big deal out of it because, you know, there were all those rumors floating around about how he wasn't an American citizen and how he practiced Islam, blah, 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 blah. None of it's true. But I remember what a big deal it was. Is he Christian? Does he go to church? Da, 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 da. I don't care. Right? Um, there is not a call 
from uh, Islam to kill all Christians. Um, they're just like, I hope there's not a call from Christians to kill all Muslims or anybody to kill anybody. Uh, I, it's pretty ridiculous, man. We can all live together. We just have to basically not try so hard to hate each other. I mean, that's what's going on. There's so much effort and energy put into disliking each other that we're stuck now in this pickle of not caring about each other and hating each other over things like religion, which have no place in politics, and over things like politics, which have no place in normal life. Uh, you know, you're supposed to take care of your fellow man and, and, and uh, you know, you're supposed to have... Be, be friendly towards neighbors and you're supposed to just be a decent human being and we're so caught up in you know what party are you affiliated with who do you vote for and who do you pray to what's your religion that we're dividing ourselves you know World War II wasn't we didn't go over there and kick ass because we didn't get along religiously. You know, we didn't rise to the occasion and take care of business because we don't get along politically. We did it because we're Americans and we, we took the opportunity to come together against a common enemy and move forward. Well, I'll be honest with you, right now, the common enemy that we have is ourselves. We have got to get past being worried about how much melanin is in people's skin. We've got to. It's absurd. We're too worried about it. And we're too worried about religion. And we're too worried about politics right now. In reality, none of that shit matters as far as how you treat other people. Right? Uh, the teachings of Jesus Christ would tell you to treat everybody kindly and fairly. Uh, whether they be... Muslim or whatever. It makes no difference at all. You're supposed to treat everybody the same and love thy neighbor and all that jazz, right? You're not supposed to go, oh, well, uh, this person's skin is dark, so they're my enemy. Or this person's a Democrat or a Republican, so I hate them. Or this person's a Muslim or a Buddhist, so I hate those people. Or a Christian, so I hate them. Or an atheist, so I hate them. It doesn't matter. You're not supposed to hate each other over man-made constructs is what I'm getting at. Um, the only non-man-made construct really would be um, being black or white or whatever. But guess what? That's really a man-made construct too because anatomically and physiologically, we're all the same. We're all the human race, right? So it doesn't matter. It, the difference is our eyes tell us to think differently. Uh, our eyes see things and we think differently based upon what our eyes see. It's pretty, when you get down to it, it's so primal, and we should really be behaving better than that. Um, and then as far as treating people differently for things that are made up, like religion and politics, I'm sorry, didn't mean to say religion is made up. But what I mean is the interpretations that mankind makes on things like the Bible, the Torah, you know, the Quran, um, that the interpretations that we have, do no, none of them tell us to hate other people, okay? Um, for any reason, but, and then sexuality and stuff. I mean, I just don't understand why it is we love to take so much time and spend so much energy hating. 
When in reality, the easiest thing, there's a guy mowing across the street from me. When in reality, the easiest thing you can do is just love each other, man, and just move forward and treat everybody the same and treat everybody kindly. You know, it's ridiculous that we're just so busy. We get off so much on hating each other for what's a little different. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, so as a result of that, take a look at what's going on in our country. You know, mass chaos over the last couple weeks, you know, crazy uh, protests that turned into riots, you know, peaceful protests that turned into crazy riots and, and uh, all kinds of stuff going on. And a majority of the people out there disagree with Donald Trump and his sayings and his ideas as far as using military, well-armed with big guns military against protesters. You know, people have the right to protest unarmed people being killed by the police. End of story. I don't give a shit if they're purple or plaid. It doesn't make any difference what color they are. It doesn't make any difference what religion they are or sexuality they are or who they vote for. None of that shit makes any difference. Police should not be killing unarmed people. Okay? End of story. Uh, so if that fucking dickweed who killed George Floyd doesn't get murder too, at least, then you're going to see some chaos, guys. I can tell you that. I'm not threatening. I, I'm, I don't want to be a part of it because I think it's a little crazy, man. And I would be scared to have my kids there. Um, but, yeah. If you don't convict that guy of at least murder too it's going to be ugly. And really, the other three or four guys that were there, the other cops that stood aside and let him do this stuff, if you're not convicting them of something, something's wrong here. You know, they could have stopped that asshole. There was more than one of them. They could have stopped him from kneeling on that guy's, from George Floyd's neck and murdering him in front of everybody while he begged for help. And while other people around walking by begged for help. And look, man, I understand I'm sure there's plenty of people that you're arresting and the first thing they say is, I can't breathe. And you know, they may not be able to. It could be a panic attack. There could be a lot of things going on. So I'm sure you hear that shit all the time. However, man, when other people walking by, I mean, you should know naturally not to kneel on somebody's fucking neck, man. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're only doing that with the intention to kill. No, nobody's going to survive through that. And if you think they are, you're stupid. So, anyway, they better convict that dude of murder two at least. I mean, realistically, he, I think murder one might go along with it that uh, it had to be something that he thought about doing ahead of time. And I don't think that's the case. I think that it was a situation he got into and his anger took over and he, he let it get the best of him and he did something really horrible, you know. But I'm, he's been in a lot of trouble for hurting other people before. And so, you know, fuck that guy. Go to prison, asshole. And people need, that needs, message needs to be sent out, you know. I guess Colin Kaepernick uh, kneeling, as instructed by a former military man, on what to do to honor thy, your, your, not thy, but your fellow fallen people, right? Like a, like a, Someone in the military, a soldier would do to honor a fallen soldier that he knew. Kneeling. Uh, isn't that bad of a deal, is it now? Huh? 
Don't you wish we could have just done all that? And I, I honor all the police officers and mayors and stuff that are kneeling with protesters. I, I think it's awesome. And you're right, man. We need to kneel, you know. And uh, to the uh, police chief, I think, I'm trying to remember where it was, but who said that if Donald Trump doesn't have anything positive to say or anything that's going to help us move forward, he just needs to shut his mouth. I agree, man. Any president, I don't give a shit who it is. If Obama's in office and he was talking smack about protesters and inciting more violence, he should shut the fuck up too, man. If you don't have anything good to say, especially coming from a guy who's never fought anything for anything in his life, he needs to shut up. You know? Uh, we're going to shut him up in November, but I'm just saying. All right, so that's enough politics and all that jazz. Uh, we're going to go to the ad, and when we come back, I'll talk about some things I'm into. Um, but first, I'm going to throw it to Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Okay, and I'm back. All right. Well, what am I into? I'm not into this dude. Dude, this guy mowing this lawn across from me is so loud. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, what am I into right now? Well, I mean, I told you guys that I'm reconstructing a Mac Pro, um, a 2009 Mac Pro, uh, 4,1. I've actually already upgraded the firmware so that it's a 5,1. It's recognized as. Uh, which is a lot, which allows you to do some other things to it. Um, use later operating systems, stuff like that. And then I've already added an SSD drive uh, for the boot drive, so Mac OS is installed on that. And then I have three other drive bays open in that thing. Now they are SATA 2, so they're not super fast, but fast enough. And then, uh, you know, I got these PCI slots open as well. Uh, right now, there's an ATI Radeon card in there that is sufficient. It's got like 512 megs of RAM. But I have received my uh, Radeon RX 580, which has 8 gigs of RAM. So 16 times the video memory of what was in there to begin with. So I'm still waiting on this adapter cable uh, for power for it. So that should be coming uh, later this week. So I'm pretty happy about that and I can get that card installed. And then I can install um, not the latest version of Mac OS, um, but one of the last couple. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. But you have to have a video card that supports metal graphics. Um, and that is the RX 580. So really all I need is that adapter cable. Then I'll install uh, Mojave, which is the the newest one, I think you, you, you can trick it into installing other ones besides that. But Mojave is an important one for SSDs and MVME SSDs, things like that. God, dude, you're done mowing this area. Go away. Maybe take your time mowing in the first place. You wouldn't be stuck driving back over your stuff trying to clean it up. Jesus. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm in the process of doing that. I have another... Western Digital Black 2 terabyte 7200 RPM drive coming. Um, when I get that, I'll be able to use the existing one that's in the Mac already and use those two together to create a striped RAID. So that's going to make things move a lot faster for editing video and stuff. 
I'm also going to be installing um, a new processor. Um, so I'm going to move from a four core to a six core with 12 threads. That's going to really speed things up a lot. Uh, I do only have 16 gigs of RAM in it, and I believe I can move up to 48 gigs or maybe 64. Actually, I think I could do 64 gigs of RAM um, pretty soon. So that may be something I do. 64 is kind of overkill. 32 is probably a sweet spot, which would be fine. So I may just go to 32 because it's relatively reasonable. But probably what I'll do then is do six, two 16 gig chips. And then later, if I want to upgrade it to 64, I'll just buy another two. Um, but they're a little more expensive. So that might be one of the last upgrades I do. I got 16 in it right now. So probably move to 16 uh, with, or two 16, so 32. Um, within the next six months or so. And then I'm also going to add a USB uh, 3.1 version 2 and you know and USB-C 3.1 version 2 uh, card um, so that I can add a USB 3 hub and have USB you know stuff like that in case I need to use that for anything for any external items. Um, and then the last but not least, NVMe drives. You can add a PCI2 adapter card and install an NVMe drive on it. And I believe that can even be your boot drive uh, in Mojave. So that may be something I do down the road too, because those things are literally 10 times faster at least uh, than what is currently in there. Uh, sometimes, you know, considerably more fast than that even. So. That may be something that I look at doing too over the next year, six months or a year. Um, but for right now, I'll have the striped RAID, I'll have the SSD boot drive, um, I'll have the new Radeon card, the new processor. I've upgraded to 16 gigs of RAM. I should be going pretty good editing Final Cut on there, 1080p, 60 frames a second even. Shouldn't be any issues for me. I usually edit in 30 anyway, um, but 60, you know, I can do and wouldn't have any problems. I could probably even edit, edit uh, 4K30 if I wanted. We'll see. Who knows? I'm hoping what this is going to do is spur me to, towards doing more video stuff included in this podcast. We'll have to wait and see how that goes, though. Not entirely sure yet. So, um, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, let's see. And the other thing, I've got an Odroid Go um, kit coming, which is a... Odroid Go Advance, which is a handheld uh, emulation machine that basically you assemble yourself. They send you all the parts and you assemble it according to their instructions and everything. But it's a pretty neat little thing. I mean, you can actually run uh, N64 and PS1, PSP games on there uh, all the way backwards. You can go from that. And uh, it's a pretty sharp little machine. So it's kind of, you know, on the go thing. What do I need it for? I don't know exactly. I, you know, I'd like to get into playing more games. I really did like RPGs back in the day, and I, maybe I can get into playing some more of those again and get back into them. I'd like to do that, maybe. Um, I'm not sure if that thing's going to be able to handle all that or not, but we'll see. Who knows? And then I am still working on the arcade cabinet. I do have a Raspberry Pi 4 2-gig RAM uh, edition. Um, and I think it would probably run an arcade machine just fine, but they're not shipping any of the arcade cabinets right now anyway, so not really something that I'm probably going to do immediately. But yeah, there's lots of cool um, 
There's lots of cool builds out there that people are doing where they include RetroPie and they load that sucker up with games and emulators. Um, Damaso 128 gig RetroPie build is really nice. I'll probably go with that and then just add other games that I don't see in there. Um, but yeah, that coupled with uh, uh, you know an arcade cabinet and a decent monitor would be pretty nice for us. And, and that may be something that I can get done by the fall or so. You know, we're investing a lot of money and stuff around home this year since we're not going to take a vacation since this summer is pretty much straight up shot thanks to coronavirus. Um, but anyway, we're, you know, working on both those things right now, primarily working on the Mac and just kind of waiting out for the Odroid Go Advance. So looking forward to that when it gets here as well. Uh, another thing that we got into, uh, the kids, we decided to get them, um, some electric scooters. I thought, well, you know, uh, my daughter can ride it to school. It's not that far. She can start riding it to school in the fall when school starts back up. And then we thought my son might be interested in it. Well, he was more interested in having a hoverboard, which I hate the name of those because nobody's hovering. But you know what it is. The two-wheel thing you just stand on and it goes forward backwards all over the place. Anyway, he was more interested in one of those. So we got him a nicer one of those. We got her an electric scooter made by Hover One. Both products made by Hover One. And they're pretty nice, man. And my wife and I both rode on her electric scooter and love it. So we ordered ourselves a pair of them. Um, GX or Geo Tracks, I think, is what they're called, or GOX. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, they make those motorized scooters, the nice ones, GX, GXLs, I think. And the GXL version 2, which is what we ordered refurbished, they're down to like a pretty reasonable price and they have air filled tires you know they go 15 miles an hour they, they they'll go like 12 miles before they need to be recharged they charge relatively quickly and so we ordered a couple of those that refurbed but who cares um, less than half the price refurbed of what a new one is and so we're excited to get those and, and really get I know they ship today I saw a message so I'm pretty excited to get those and we can start scooting around the neighborhood, go down to the park with the kids. Stuff like that is what we're looking to do with them. Um, so that should be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that's kind of what's going on as far as that stuff goes. We're working on opening the pool back up, which has been pretty difficult as well. Um, but yeah, I've had a lot of little projects I've been working on while this you know, virus is going around. What are we watching? Well, I mean, last night we just watched a bunch of <laughs> Toast of London outtakes videos. And not outtakes, but even just um, someone will jam a bunch of clips about some of the favorite bits that's in Toast of London together. And we watched some of those uh, <laughs> some of those supercuts and some of those things. The Clem Fandango supercut or the Ray Purchase supercut. And oh my God, man, I just forgot how fun that show is. That show is fantastic. If you have not watched Toast of London, you are missing out. And yes, there are some episodes and some things that go on it that are really strange, um, but it is still an amazingly funny show and I highly recommend it to anyone. Uh, also, the IT crowd is another great one um, that uh, Matt Berry is in that as well. I believe after the first season. Um, but yeah, those are two great British shows. Watch those if you get a chance. We are still watching, um, at least my wife and I are still watching the uh, Schitt's Creek. We love that show as well. That's been pretty fantastic. 
Uh, we've been watching some shows with the kids as well. You know, we, we seem to, everybody seems to be on board for Nosferatu, which is the Joe Hill King, uh, the TV show based on his book. So that's pretty interesting as well. We did watch, last night, finally, and I bought this a while ago because I had store credit at a vintage stock locally, but we did watch The Red Turtle. I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with that film, but Studio Ghibli released it. But it's actually a French animated film uh, about a guy who gets washed up on an, an island. So he's abandoned on an island. And <clears throat> it's fantastical and, and really out there in some parts, but it's also absolutely beautiful. And it's also a very calming film. I mean, there are a few tense parts in it, but overall... You kind of watch it and you experience it and you leave and you're fine. Everything's fine, you know? And I can't say that for too many films. I, less Studio Ghibli films make me feel that way. I mean, My Neighbor Totoro makes me feel that way. Um, Spirited Away is like that, you know? Even The Cat Returns and some of those other ones that, um, you know, Ponyo by the Sea, some of those other ones that my daughter and, and son got kind of got into. Um, we'll make you kind of relax like that as well. But this one just really had a great vibe to it. And it was just absolutely beautiful. So watch The Red Turtle if you get a chance. I picked up the Blu-ray at a vintage stock uh, for next to nothing. And it, it is fantastic. If you get the chance, check it out. Uh, other than that, we've watched a lot of different things. Um, oh, watched Overlord finally, which is based on a video game, I think. But J.J. Abrams produced it. Um, it's about some airborne soldiers who go in behind enemy lines on D-Day, and they have to take out this tower by a certain time in order to, this German radio tower, in order to knock it out before the American forces invade, or the Allied forces invade, and, and take back uh, Normandy. So it's really good, man. It's really interesting, and uh, it's super crazy graphically violent, but that's really about it. There's really not much sexually to it. There's some insinuation, and there's a little bit of language, but, you know, if it's just violent stuff we're talking about, I mean, God, the kids have seen so much stuff. Hell, you can watch the news, and it's horrifying right now. Um, and I'd rather watch, <laughs> I'd rather watch Overlord than the news at the moment. It's definitely less sad. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. What we've been watching, reading. Uh, I haven't been really reading anything, and I need to get on that because this is a prime time to be able to read. Um, did purchase the prequel book for the Hunger Games for my daughter yesterday. She's a big fan, and I'm hoping I can get her to really get into that and read it because I think she'll fall in love with reading through that. Um, and she was pretty excited to get it. Um, and then I need to find something for my boy to read because he. He likes so many different things. It's hard to figure out what I could get him. Maybe that Max Brooks, I think, wrote a Minecraft book, if I remember correctly. Let me look into that. Uh, and that's about it, man. Uh, Music-wise, just the same old, same old. I mean, you know, Run the Jewels 4 comes out the day after tomorrow. So the fourth Run the Jewels studio album will be dropped on Friday, um, which I believe is... Is that the fifth? Something like that. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that record. I asked for that on vinyl. Uh, that won't be coming Friday. I know that. But I should be able to download the album 
but I have Spotify anyway. It'll be all over everywhere. But I'm really looking forward to that record. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw Mike Killer Mike and his comments he made publicly during this whole uh, protest, you know, this George Floyd thing. But it's amazing. And then I saw him on Stephen Colbert's show a couple nights later. And yeah, I really, I love Killer Mike, man. I love Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is fantastic. And Ooh La La, which is her first single, I'm going to go back and put a clip from that, I think, at the beginning of this podcast. And, uh, or I might put it right before what I like, what I dig right now or what I'm into. Um, but it's a great song, man. I'm really looking forward to that new album. So, um, and then other music, you know, I can't get enough of Credence right now. CCR, man. Love them. I did go back and try and listen to some Greta Van Fleet. I mean, there's some songs that I like, but sometimes it just seems like the guy's just screaming and there's no real direction to his voice. And I know he's very young and everything, but someone said, well, is it how Robert Plant screams? Is it how Janis Joplin screams? Yeah, kind of. Uh, they still had more control over their voices, though. And there was still some harmony to what they were screaming. I mean, sometimes it just seems like this dude is just fucking flat out screaming. I don't care for it, man. Uh, I like some of their songs. I like the music and stuff and and all that. But pff, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just inexperience. Maybe he'll get better with age. Who knows? But uh, other than that, I haven't really been listening to too much else out there that you know, I can't put down. I would like to try and find um, the last two albums by Anderson Pack also on vinyl. I would like to have both of those and definitely need to find myself a uh, Eric B. and Rakim album as well. But yeah, I mean, that's about it, guys. That's what I'm into right now. That's what's bugging me right now. This is life. Still working remotely most of the time. Um, May have to go in and shoot some stuff next week. I don't think later this week. Uh, but who knows? They'll call me in when they need me. And I'll go back to working in the office when I'm needed. Uh, I'm fine doing it either way. So, uh, But that's it, guys. If you want to get in touch with me or you want to uh, be on the show or anything like that, you just want to talk or you have some ideas or something for me to discuss... More than happy to reach out to me. You can do it right here through the uh, anchor.fm podcast page. You can leave comments there and I'll get notified on that. Uh, we have uh, dadsnark at gmail.com. We have the dadsnark Facebook page. And then, of course, we have um, the Twitter at the dadsnark as well. So reach out to me any of those ways and I'll get back to you. Other than that, uh, I think this is episode 59. So episode 60, I'm going to try and shoot for Keith Beard being on, and we'll do that one together. That should be a pretty good one. I will reach out to him and see if we can make that work. Until then, though, guys, I'm going to go ahead and leave you with one thought, and that is to get off my lawn now. Now.